Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Find what you're looking for inside that record store across the whole world. They've gone searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score. You're listening to the record story car. You're listening to the record story car. Hello, gold miners. This is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine, and welcome back to the Goldmine podcast. This is the record store recon edition and we're gonna this episode we're gonna talk about not a specific record store but record store day 2023 and you know the record stores we went to the record stores we went to previous to that day after it we're gonna talk about what we bought what we saw all of that so of course um welcome back dr disc and always a pleasure to be here and you're, did you have a happy record store day? Every, every record <laughs> store day is a happy day. <laughs> I agree. You know, I, I don't understand the curmudgeons that hate it or complain about, you know, the prices or their, you know, how record store day is holding a gun to the record store owner's head. You know, all this shit is kind of like, you know what, you're thinking of a, um ideal world where poppies grow in the backyard you know i mean it's just there there may be bad things about but there's a reason why they do it you know so um i i always like was one complaint was that you know um that it you can't if you're going to do record store day um, and you're not going to participate with the albums the releases you can't use the logo record store day on you know your window big deal you could still celebrate record store day you don't have to have the comp the the logo the organization's logo on the window the thing about it is to you don't have to have the releases even though it's nice to have it um that to bring people into the store um you know and i know that owners don't want sometimes to the releases because they think that they're given stuff that they don't want and stuff will hang around for a few years before it's sold. I personally like that stuff that hangs around because I look through it and I buy it. So I think that's, that could be argued. I think all of their complaints could be argued, but you know, to each his own, right. But you could still celebrate record store day without having the releases there. Yeah. I think, I think most people look at it from the consumer's perspective, which is, yeah. you know, God, I have to get up at three in the morning and get out there and get in line in the cold and, and possibly I'll get my record. Possibly. Well, and I think what they're missing is, you know, record store day was never des- designed for the consumer. It was designed for the retailer. 
It was, if you go back to the beginning, it was the retailers looking at themselves and saying, how can we get more people into the store? We mm. need to, we need to do something special once or twice a year that will bring people in. And I think if you look at it from that perspective, it's been very successful. You know, I, yes, I guarantee there are, there are customers that you will only see twice a year. You'll see them on record store day and on black Friday, but there's a lot of stores out there that make 75% of their year's budget on those two days. That's correct. And, and you know what? Uh, you know, no. Goldmine does it itself with the Goldmine store, right? We, you know, we are the marketplace. We have been since the beginning. In the 80s, we had, we were the mail order king, right? To yep. get stuff. In the 90s, that continued until the internet. And then people were doing their line listing still in the magazine, putting it online, stuff like that. But now it makes sense that Goldmine would have its own store because we are the collector's magazine. And now that we have the store, we're going to start doing more and more exclusive stuff. Bundle well, stuff. We just had think, one with the Damned. Yep. We had it, one with Stone Gossard's band, Brad. Those did very well. And the collectors loved it. You, you should hear all the collectors that were so excited uh, that we were because we're like a boutique shop, you know, we're not making a ton of money. And, you know, I mean, the magazine needs to survive, but we're not making a ton of money. And, and, but it's about the the coolness of making these collectibles a real thing. I well, mean, and I think the, the other thing, there's a couple of things to unpack from, from that experience. One, if I'm not mistaken, the dam didn't even go on sale until like the day after Record Store Day. So we weren't even competing with Record Store Day. Right. And, you know, there are so many times that I meet with bands and they love to reflect on what Goldmine has meant to them in their right. band's development. And so why shouldn't Goldmine have a small store? Exactly. Because it shows our connection. I mean, I, I look at that damned release, which I have gone through and looked at all the other alternative damn releases that were out there. I didn't see any that had autographed swag right. with it the way ours right. did. Right. So, I mean, for a lot of people who may not get to see The Damned ever live, especially in the States, this was a great way to get something that was autographed by the and whole it's autographed by every member, man. Yeah. Sold out in 24 hours. And this Brad uh, release is also selling out because Sean Smith was a great singer. And I think that was his name, right? Sean Smith. I wasn't turned on to them until later. So Yeah, it was. it's all about Stone movie. Gossard, though. Every, every Pearl Jam yeah. fan wants to buy that album because Stone's on it. But I heard it and I'm like, wow, how did I not know about this? It's I should have known about this. This is, you know, and I was into the grunge movement. It's not I don't know <laughs> if I would call it grunge, but um, but, you know, that's where we drop here. Shop.goldminemag.com to get it, man. Uh, Brad <laughs> is still out there. To, uh, go there and get it. But anyway, we're going to talk about Record Store Day. I had a good one, too. Um I'll tell you mine before you go into yours, because yours, you had more of an adventure. Um, I, the only thing I wanted that I knew would be gone was the Lennon, and that was probably too expensive for me. And I don't know if the place I went told me they didn't have it anyway, but I wasn't going to pay out that. Um, I just, I have it all, basically, mostly. You know what I mean? I have all Lennon stuff. So, um, you know, if I wasn't getting the John Lennon, then I didn't need to wake up early. And I knew that I bought the winos 
uh, double album, you know, because I love Keith Richards, but I knew that would be there, and it was. Um, I also, you know, I got the, uh, uh, what's the name of the incense and peppermints? Let's see if I have the. Oh, the strawberry alarm clock. Strawberry alarm clock. Let's see if I have the album. No, I don't have it here in front of me. But no, that, that is cool because it had. Yeah, it, it's like I have that album used, but it's battered, you know? It's like something I would, you know, play just for, you know, kicks, but you have to hear a lot of crinkles and stuff. But, you know, and I never wanted to pay a lot for the used album. So instead, I have a new pressing of it, and I'm excited about that. So Strawberry Alarm, I was going to buy the new, the, the Yes in Nashville live, um, 73, I think it was. But then yep. I felt bad because I was just about to pick it up. I was near the phone. A guy called in to the owner and I heard him speaking. Do you have the Yes album? There was one copy left. And I said to the owner when he hung up, you know what? I'm not going to get it because this guy wants it more than I do. You know, I thought that was a nice thing. And he goes, yeah, if he makes it here. And I said, well, the odds <laughs> are in his favor because I was just about to pick it up. Right. <laughs> so I just increased the odds for him. That's right. Because um, his odds would have gone down to zero. So, you know, I think that it's it's fun. And then I went in the store. Um, the store is Red Scroll, Wallingford, Connecticut. It's a big store. They have a lot everything from classic rock indie hip-hop everything but i was bummed out this year that they didn't have sales on regular stuff that they always used to when i used to go there you know the last five years i think i've been going into new york and i haven't gone to red scroll but red scroll is where i originally went and they always had these massive sales for you know, regular inventory, especially used stuff. And that was just great. After you get your record store day stuff, you you can spend hours and you can spend a lot just buying used stuff for half yep. price or whatever. Even if it's 10% off, but not, that didn't happen. But I got what I wanted and I went home. So anyway, it wasn't as eventful as, a, you know, doing the drive around uh, New York State or New York City or Long Island, but um, it was still worth it. How was yours? Mine was good. Um, there, there was a bit of sadness associated with it, but um, I knew that going into it, and I'll explain why. Um, so I think it was last year at this time, I went out and visited Siren Records in McHenry for their record store day. And so typically I would find a new store to go to because I try to get to a different store each year. but. Um, I talked with Bill, who's the owner, and um, and I he had reminded me of a of a of a um, customer that they had, a loyal customer, who would get up very early every morning uh, of record store day or Black Friday, and he would be first in line. And he passed away unexpectedly right after last year's Black Friday. And um, actually, the, his wife reached out to me because I had taken pictures of the line and everything and caught a picture of him sitting in his chair. Um, and so I sent it to her and she they were able to um, have that. And I think it hangs in the record store now as a little memorial. But um, Bill set up an empty chair first in line and posted on social media what that was all about to make sure that nobody would disturb it or sit there. 
Um, and um, his name was Jim Smith. And then Jim's wife and daughter, so Jill Smith and then Amanda, the daughter, came out early that morning and passed out donuts and hot chocolate and coffee to people in line. And, you know, it made me remember that um, that I think what got me into records, record collecting was not just the the idea of like, you know, seeing the vinyl and holding it in your hands and falling in love with the cover artwork, but also that experience of going to the store and meeting people and then almost feeling like you're at home. It's family. And and I thought that that's what this experience was all about. And and it reminded me that um, and it was it was a good experience. Now, I did do my regular record store recon stuff where I talked to the first guy in line and um, his name was Cody um he got there at 2:45, so that is the the time he got in line and he got in line so that he could get the macho man he wanted that macho man lp and he, wanted, he get it? Um, the, the interesting thing is that record apparently was extremely difficult to get i think most stores got one copy and so bill did get one copy of it and bill hit it in his store and he hit it in what would be an obvious place to put the record. So it wasn't like he just buried it in, in behind all the Pat Benatar records or something. He actually hit it and he told the guy, he said, you're going to have to think about, you know, what connects with this record. And that's where you'll find it. I guess. Because he didn't want people just racing to it and anybody grabbing it. Um, and so he had actually put it in the V's for village people. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and um, after some searching, the guy did find it. Um, and it could have been there for anybody to grab. But mm. again, most of the people were walking in and looking specifically at the record store day stuff and they weren't going through the regular stuff. Bill had some amazing deals going on. A, a whole section of his used vinyl was 50% off. Um, so I picked up um, I picked up Night Songs by Cinderella um, for $12, which uh, was, is in mint condition. You know, I actually um, like that album. I'm not a hair metal, even though I have history <laughs> and covering hair metal. Yeah, um, with Powerline, I, I, I. That's actually a good album. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. Um, and I, and not only did I pick up that album, and then um, a new release, but not a record store day release. Um, I was looking to get that midnight edition vinyl of Metallica '72 Seasons, and couldn't find it anywhere. And he actually had a couple of copies, so I picked it up because I didn't go out at midnight to try and get it when it first came out, but he had a few copies left. So I was able to get that really cool purple vinyl where when you look at it, it looks black, but when you hold it up to the light, it's purple. Mm. It's pretty cool. Um, so I got that, but then Bill always turns me on to these really obscure record store day releases. There was one um, called El Cuatro. I think there were only 300 copies of this record made. Um, he had two copies in the store, one that he had kept and he played it for me. Um, and another one that he put out for sale and and somebody else got it. I wasn't going to jump the line to, to get it. So I said, well, if it's there at the end of the day, I'll get it. Um, but he told me about this Russian record release uh, that came out. It was a uh, Russian slash Ukrainian. It was an official RD release. It's like a band from the 70s or something. I figured I had to get it. It's all in Russian. Can't understand a word of it, but it's pretty good music. So I picked that up. And, um, and then I picked up um, Travis. Um, their live album, which um, the Invisible Band, I love that album. I've always That's liked it. Yeah, yep. and so to get it um, as a live release, and and again, that to me was fun for Record Store Day because that album is not available any other way. Yeah, um, they, so it's just a Record Store Day thing. 
I would like to see Record Store Day do more of that type of stuff. To me, that's what makes it fun. You know, obviously, there were people in line who wanted the Taylor Swift. Um, I talked to a friend of mine who was in Georgia, and he was waiting in line. He said the line had to be 200 people deep, and probably 75% of those people were were young ladies under the age of 18. Um, it's good for the record store, though. You know what? But People can say whatever they want about Taylor Swift, but she supports record stores, man. Not only is it good for the record store, but it's good for record store record collecting. And I thought about this because uh, I, did read, right. I read a study that said something like 50% of people who buy records don't have record players. Yeah, I saw that. You know, and okay, if that's true, fine. Let them buy records and hopefully at some point in time, they'll buy a good record player. You know, I'm not going to mention that that company out there that sells a lot of cheap record players that will destroy your records. Don't buy theirs. Buy a real record player with a real turn to, or with a real. Um, I know what you're talking about and they're, they're actually making better product, but yeah, I would, I would not mention that uh, C company. Yeah. We don't uh, need to give them a free ad. Right. Um, but you know, if it gets more people buying records, that's what as, as a collector and as a store, that's what you want. We, we have right. to find a way to invigorate this new generation and get them excited. And if it's Taylor Swift, if it's um, the boy bands, if it's that K-Rock stuff or whatever that I don't care about, yeah, the K-pop, I don't care about it. But if kids like it and it gets them, it's their gateway into record collecting, great. Same goes for hip-hop. Um, you know, you know, you get a lot of uh, people who collect classic rock are like, bah, humbug, hip-hop, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, whatever. It's a, it's good for the record stores. It's good for, you know, record collecting. And, you know, this is, I think it covers all genres now, which I like. Um, I agree. And kids today, they, they don't have this sort of mentality that we kind of grew up with. You and I like are very eclectic, right? We like all kinds of music, right? But we know that a lot of people from our generation and older get into these cliques where they only like one genre and they're very like militant about it. I, I hate that crap. And kids today, though, they'll listen to everything from, you know, Metallica, you know, to Kendrick Lamar to, you know, um, you know, the Beatles, you know, I mean, it's just all over the map. And that's mostly because of Spotify and so, stuff. But then they go out and buy the vinyl, too. So, um, yeah, I, I but they again, they they do it because the vinyl is collectible and tangible. And it gives you a lot of stuff opening up the gatefold, seeing the colored record. You know, it, it's like a piece of art, really. Yep. They, they'll so. find out soon. You can also play it, too. Yippee. <laughs> so uh you know hey more power to that um so then you went uh did you go to a lot of record stores previous to record store day i think you so, um I well, wait first you got to finish what you you bought what did you buy as far as record store day releases oh well, well and i i got uh the rich kids which okay. was uh glenn glenn danzig's or not glenn did glenn matlock's band oh, yeah, uh, okay. from the six pistols right, right after he left the Sex Pistols. He formed the Rich Kids, and I'd had some of their. I have some of his original 45s, but I've never had the album. Mm. And so I was able to get the album. I was excited about that. Um, I got everything I wanted. I got the Joe Strummer. I got the. Uh, what else what was I the get? Joe Strummer? I, I didn't see that one. Usually, oh, 
It's another it's another reissue of an album that they've had out before, but I just I'm a big fan of yeah, I'm just a big fan of Joe Strummer. So anything that's got his name on it, I'm gonna pick up, you know, a copy. Um I did pick up the Pearl Jam. Um so you know, it is I got everything I wanted. I was happy with it. Bill had an amazing selection. Um, he was selling some stuff from previous year's record store days and had great prices on them. So yeah, I know. like you said earlier, I think it's important to not only look for the record store day stuff, but you know, check out the whole store's inventory. In think- fact, that leads me to a story about connecting Strummer to one on ers Remember that album that came out? I yeah. couldn't find it on the record store day that it came out on. And then I found it years later in uh, record store days of years past. Or maybe it was off a little bit of money, but, uh, you know, I picked it up and I was happy. You know, two years uh, went by, but, you know. It's interesting because um, what we were talking about, about the stores I visited before this, I visited a, a handful of stores when I was in Louisville. And one of the stores called Underground, or no, called um, uh, Better Day Records. Um, they had, they must have had 25 copies of the soul asylum live from the vault mm. which i think when it came out it, on record store day it was selling for like 35 dollars he had them for 10 bucks a piece <laughs> but like how do you not pick that up and i even said to the guy i've never seen so many of one record store day release he goes yeah the owner got a great deal on them so he bought them all <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who's looking for a copy of that album that soul asylum <laughs> live from the vault <laughs> days records in louisville kentucky because they have them and they're ten dollars um but when i I rolled up to the record store uh there was a sign uh, that says no more taylor swift (laughs) no more 1975 um so those must have sold out real quick Uh, yeah i think the 75 sold out even quicker than the taylor swift because you know i think taylor swift was limited to seventy five thousand copies whereas uh, 1975, I think, truly was limited. So. Well, no, that's not very limited. I mean, our um, our Brad records, our different variants, are like 500 each. Yep. Well, well and the dam was 100, wasn't it? Yeah, there was only 100. Yeah. So, so um, I also headed over to Guest Room Records because yeah. um, for those of you who, who remember all these record store recons that we do, uh, guest room was one of the stores that was pointed out to me that I should go visit from a band called White Reaper, who is, has grown to become quite popular. And so they have a brand new album that just came out. Mm. I figured if I'm going to go buy that album, I might as well buy it from the record store. They told me to go visit. So I went back to guest room records and, and visited that. And that store's got just an amazing new selection. They're, they're used as okay, but their new selection is got to be one of the best selections. I mean, it's up there with Amoeba. They've got everything that you could ever want new. Um, quite impressed with that. Then I went, and this 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 gave me a this warmed the cockles of my of, of my heart, as um as one comedian might uh, reference Dennis Leary, the cockles. Um, your Matt Anthony's record store, record shop. I went over there because uh, that was another store that I had reviewed many many years ago, and. He goes, I got to show you something. And hanging on his wall was our review of his store that his wife had framed for him as a Christmas gift. Wow. And so he put it up there and he was so proud of that. It, it got me thinking that someday maybe we should do a, 
this store was visited by Dr. Disc. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, you got the quilt going. You finally put up some pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. Your social media. So uh, yep. people go to, what's your social media handles? Dr. Disc. Okay. I think it's Dr. Underscore Disc. Okay. Yeah, just search. You'll find me. Instagram, um, right? Then there were a couple of stores that I that I visited that I'm not going to mention their names, but I would tell you that um, I don't know why they call themselves record stores. They should consider themselves more like head shops. Um, pop ups. I've yeah. seen pop ups around. I've yeah. seen those, but at least those, some of those are true record stores. This was one of these stores was, I mean, I called the lady and, and she said, oh, yeah, we got all these records. Come on in. And I come in and there's like two bins of records. And then. 95% of the store is just a giant head shop. And I, I mean, I walking in there, I felt like it was a, there was, I was at a dead show. So, you know, just be honest with your consumers. That's all I would tell you. <laughs> you don't want to walk in somewhere and you feel like you're, you know, at Salvation Army looking through, you know, uh, Kate Smith records. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking for any more uh, Liberace. LPs yes. or or uh what is it um Pat Boone give that stuff away. Yeah. So so it sounds like you had a good good day. Yeah, it was fun. I picked up some really good stuff, um, some inexpensive stuff I was looking for. I got a Parliament Live double LP. Unfortunately, it was missing the poster, but that album still sounds so good. Um so yeah, I picked up picked up some stuff that I wouldn't normally get, but uh good prices, and so I had to jump at it. Yeah, my my kid picked up Radiohead the Benz, but he was wondering why it wasn't on sale because this was record store day. There should be some sales, man. Not just <laughs> the record store day releases. Come on. So I think that there should at least be a 10% off. That should be like obligatory uh on all inventory. But whatever. I, think, I personally, I think we should have like a gold mine discount card where you know people, <laughs> people can take their, their gold mine card and go to a record store and say I'm a gold mine member and get ten percent off. You know, and let's face it, we go into stores and people don't know who the hell we are. So. No, they they, they gold mine. They'll charge you more for it. <laughs> um, I do want to. I do want to mention a pretty special event that we've got coming up on May 19th. Um, okay. We talked about it, I think, on our last podcast. Um, I'm going to be doing a live record store recon from the Record Farm in Wilkinsport, Indiana, on May 19th, which is a Friday night. Um, it is Johnny Ramone, Joey Ramone, Johnny Ramone, I can't, one of the Ramones' birthdays. And uh, they're bringing in... Uh, the guys from Punk Till I Die, their podcast, and they're bring, there's three bands coming in, three pretty big bands, including the Queers, who are headlining the event, and it is free, and there will be a plethora of giveaways, and everything from, uh, for any of you who know Tom Trauma from the podcast, from his Flexi collection that he's going to be giving away, to autographed albums that I'm bringing, including one signed by uh, Marky Ramon that he was nice enough to sign for me when I did the interview with him. Wow. So. If you are in the area and you want and you like Ramon style music and you want free stuff, come by the record farm May 19th in Logansport, Indiana, and um, and join us. So I just wanted to put that little plug in there. That's very cool. 
So what else do we no giveaways this time around? Not this time. However, next time when we review a brand new record store that has opened up in the northwest suburbs of or the north suburbs of Illinois called Loud Pizza, we oh, are going okay. to have some pretty cool giveaway stuff with that. Yeah. You remember the vinyl pizza art? They used to be uh, yeah. a record store back, you know, in the 70s, 80s, right? Yep. And yeah, Ernie Cephalo did the logo and it's basically a waitress serving up hot vinyl, like a hot pizza pie. Yep. So it's uh yeah, I like that name. Um, well, and I don't want to I don't want to steal too much thunder about their pizza product, but we'll we will okay. talk we will talk about that on the review. And they'll be in the next issue as well, so yep. or or next the August uh, issue in the summer, man. Okay, well, great. Thanks, Doctor Disc. My Always pleasure. a pleasure. And uh, readers, listeners, don't forget to go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content and pick up the magazine. You could go, you could pick up the magazine in shop.goldminemag.com or just get it at the newsstand at, you know, your, your local bookstore or local newsstand. And uh, also go to shop.goldminemag.com to get exclusive, you know, vinyl like we were talking about. Um, so you never know what's going to pop up. Right, not just exclusive vinyl, but stuff that comes with it, right? But autograph stuff like bundles, stuff like that. So yeah, okay. get your get, get your orders in, and and uh, Pat Prince will sign every album for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are going bonkers over the Brad stuff, so you know, I mean, we had like three variants, and they're almost all sold out. Um, Five hundred each. Uh, you know, we had T-shirts. You know, this is all authorized by Stone Gossard. So very cool. Um, you know, it's different than the 10 Club, right? Which yep. we have different variants than they do. So um, it's interesting, man. And we're going to have a probably a 10 albums that changed my life from Stone. So oh, that'll be awesome. Up, go to the website and check it out at goldmymag.com. Okay, Dr. Disc, we'll see you next time on the Record Store Recon edition of the Goldmine Podcast. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Find what you're looking for Inside that record store Across the whole world They've gone Searching for shelves of gold To find that perfect score You're listening to the Record Store Recon you're listening to the record story come. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.